0: chapter 28 of mrs peter rabbit by thornton w burgess this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by john brandon mrs peter rabbit by thornton w burgess chapter 28 news from the old briar patch to use your eyes is very wise and much to be commended but never see what cannot be for such as you intended peter rabbit jenny wren is a busybody yes sir she certainly is a busybody if there is anything going on in her neighborhood that she doesn't know about it isn't because she doesn't try to find out she is so small and spry that it is hard work to keep track of her and she pops out at the most unexpected times and places then before you can say a word she is gone and in all the old orchard or on the green meadows there is not to be found another tongue so busy as that of jenny wren it is sharp sometimes but when she wants it to be so there is none smoother you see, she is a great gossip, is Jenny Wren, a great gossip. But if you get on the right side of Jenny Wren and ask her to keep a secret, she'll do it. No one knows how to keep a secret better than she does. How it happened, nobody knows. But it did happen that when Peter Rabbit came home to the clear old briar patch, bringing Mrs. Peter with him, Jenny Wren didn't hear about it. Probably it was because the new home, which she had just completed, was so carefully hidden that the messengers sent by Peter to invite all his friends to call didn't find it, and afterwards she was so busy with household affairs that she didn't have time to gossip. Anyway, Peter had been back some time before Jenny Wren knew it. She was quite upset to think that she was the last to hear the news. But she consoled herself with the thought that she had been attending strictly to her duties and now that her children were able to look out for themselves she could make up for lost time just as soon as she could get away she started for the old briar patch she wanted to hear all about peter's adventures in the old pasture and to meet mrs peter but like a great many other busybodies she wanted to find out all she could about peter's affairs and she thought that the surest way to do it was not to let peter know that she was about until she had had a chance to use her sharp little eyes all she wanted to so when she reached the old briar patch she didn't make a sound it didn't take her long to find peter he was sitting under one of his favorite bramble bushes smiling to himself he smiled and smiled until jenny wren had to bite her tongue to keep from asking what was pleasing him so he looks tickled almost to death over something but very likely if i should ask him what it is he won't tell me thought jenny wren i guess i'll look around a bit first i wonder where mrs peter is so leaving Peter to smile to his heart's content, she went peeking and peering through the old briar patch. Of course it wasn't a nice thing to do, not a bit nice. But Jenny Wren didn't stop to think of that. By and by she saw something that made her flutter all over with excitement. She looked and looked until she could sit still no longer. Then she hurried back to where Peter was sitting. He was still smiling. Oh, peter rabbit it's perfectly lovely she cried peter looked up quickly and a worried look chased the smile away hello jenny wren where did you come from i haven't seen you since i got back said he i've been so busy that i haven't had time to call before replied jenny i know what you've been smiling about peter and it's perfectly splendid has everybody heard the news no, said Peter. Nobody knows it but you, and I don't want anybody else to know it just yet. Will you keep it a secret, Jenny Wren? Now, Jenny was just bursting with desire to spread the news, but Peter looked so anxious that finally she promised that she would keep it to herself, and she really meant to. But though Peter looked greatly relieved as he watched her start for home, he didn't smile as he had before i wish her tongue didn't wag so much said he End of chapter twenty eight recording by john brandon